This is Canada HR News on May 15, 2023. I'm Elena Bobireva. In today's episode, we talk about labor relations negotiations at WestJet and WSIB, a recruitment campaign from the Lumber Association, mental health of Canadian business owners, getting employees to the flow state, and other topics. Stay with us to get the latest HR updates. We start with labor relations updates. Negotiation between WestJet and Swoop pilots and WestJet are in progress, but the union warned a walkout could come as early as May 16, leaving passengers' travel plans up in the air. WestJet pilots voted to authorize a strike in a bid to get their contract up to North American standards, competing with Alaska Airlines and Delta Airlines' new contracts. The pilots are also concerned that the airline loses on average 30 pilots monthly and had lost 20% of its pilots within a year under current work rules. If negotiations cannot successfully conclude by May 16, WestJet pilots will go on strike. The Airline Pilots Association, ALPA, says the issues revolve around job protection, pay and scheduling, with some 340 pilots leaving the carrier over the past year and a half, mostly to other airlines. In a statement this week, the Calgary-based airline said its pilots are among the best paid in Canada, but a contract on par with those recently secured by some U.S. pilot groups would be financially unworkable and put the company's future at risk. Labor shortages continue to plague the aviation industry, as the sector begins to take off again after the pandemic collapse and travel turmoil over the past year. In March, Delta Airlines pilots secured a deal that included a 34% pay hike over four years. The Air Canada Pilots Association is aiming for big gains too. In a letter to members last week, the union said workers must decide by May 29 whether to stick with their 10-year collective agreement inked in 2014 or opt to start full negotiations ahead of time this year. Workers of the Workplace Safety and Insurance Board, WSIB in Ontario, who are members of QP 1750, voted 97% in favor of granting their union a strike mandate as it negotiates a new contract. The deadline for negotiations is Monday, May 29. One of the union representatives told the Occupational Safety magazine the workers have high pressure to produce high volumes at levels that are not sustainable. Bill 124 capped wage increases for public sector employees at 1% annually for three years. It was resisted by unions, and it was ultimately struck down by the Ontario Superior Court. The Ford government is appealing this decision. Another major issue at play for the union is time off. Trying to use the amount of time off that is available to workers is a challenge. The union is hopeful WSIB will address these concerns, but it says that they are prepared to engage in job action if it comes to that. Western Retail Lumber Association launches Let's Go Build Recruitment Campaign. It is an invitation by the association's 1,100 member organizations to potential employees. 
The association says the lumber, building materials, and hard goods industry offers opportunity growth, stability, and work-life balance. It believes in investing in and elevating its people. The Let's Go Build recruitment campaign features job opportunities from members based in Manitoba, Saskatchewan, Alberta, British Columbia, Northwest Territories, Northwest Ontario, Yukon, and Nunavut. The Let's Go Build website is a dedicated hub that will address job seekers' queries about these industries and clear misperceptions. The lumber, building materials, and hard goods industry is crucial to Canada, and it has been growing, innovating, and expanding for decades. The market size of the lumber and building materials stores in Canada was over $108 billion in 2022, and it currently employs over 461,000 Canadians. Menstrual products like pads and tampons are as necessary as toilet paper and soap. Last week, Canada's Labour Minister announced changes to the Canada Labour Code that would ensure access to such products beginning December 15. The changes would require federally regulated workplaces to provide menstrual products to workers at no cost while they are in the workplace, including the placement of pads and tampons in washrooms or other spaces controlled by the employer. Treating pads and tampons as basic needs will help improve equity, reduce stigma, and create healthier, more inclusive workplaces. Guidance material for implementation will be developed by the government in consultation with employers and made available online before the coming into force date. Microsoft is freezing pay for all full-time workers this year to generate enough yield to invest in artificial intelligence. Last year, Microsoft nearly doubled the budget for merit increases and boosted stock allocations for certain employees. This year, the company will continue with its bonuses, stock awards, and promotions. Microsoft is now focused on the generative AI and decided to let go 10,000 employees in January, joining other technology companies in preparing for a turbulent year ahead. Along with ChatGPT maker OpenAI, which has received billions of dollars in funding from Microsoft, the tech giant has been infusing the AI tech into its office products and search engine Bing. A recent survey from BDC, Canada's Business Development Bank, reveals that 45% of Canadian business owners indicated that they felt mental health challenges, compared to 38% in February 2022. BDC's survey on business owners' mental health was conducted among 1,500 small business owners across Canada between February 20th and March 3rd, 2023. The results reveal a striking contrast in mental health help-seeking behaviors across age groups. Half of entrepreneurs under 45 years old sought professional mental health support in the past year, while only a quarter of older entrepreneurs did. The researchers believe the younger generation's proactive approach to dealing with mental health sets a powerful precedent for future entrepreneurs, challenging the status quo and paving the way for a healthier business ecosystem. The survey uncovers a distressing reality. 
the cost of mental health support is the most important obstacle to seeking mental health help for entrepreneurs. It is followed by uncertainty about services, discomfort, access, and limited awareness. BDC is set to launch a pilot project this fall that will provide some of its existing clients with easy access to virtual therapy. McLean Company has published its newest industry resource, FlowState, a gateway to engagement, performance, and productivity. The research was designed to assist HR and organizational leaders in their efforts to improve employee engagement, productivity, and performance via FlowState enablement. Commonly known as being in the zone, flow is the mental state of being fully immersed in an activity where everything else beyond the immediate task seems to disappear. It is often associated with situations involving individuals playing sports, gaming, participating in creative activities such as art or music. But professional situations such as designing, coding, researching, conducting surgery, or solving business problems can also help achieve a flow state. The researchers state that flow is not a project that can be implemented. Rather, an organization establishes a pattern of behaviors and practices that can influence and stimulate individuals and teams to experience flow. The research outlines three categories of triggers for flow state, psychological, environmental, and social. And these triggers can guide employees into the four-phase flow state cycle. The first step is struggle phase, when tension and frustration are experienced as the immediate task is tackled. There is a struggle to become focused and immersed in the task itself. Then there is release phase that occurs when one accepts the task but steps away from the challenge before moving into a flow state. The individual or team may feel as though they've hit a wall demonstrated by feelings of frustration. This feeling indicates that it's time to step back and take a break before revisiting the task. The third step is when flow is achieved after individuals or teams return to the task, and those in this phase are not yet aware that they are in flow because they shift from conscious to unconscious processing. Recovery phase is the fourth and final phase of the flow cycle, when individuals or teams realize they were just in flow and feel a sense of accomplishment as they step away from the task. The researchers caution that psychological safety, which plays a strong role in the trust and fall-forward mentality, is vital in producing flow. For the link to the research paper, see the episode description. And this was Canada HR News on May 15, 2023. Please leave us a rating and a comment in Apple Podcast. You can also find us in Google Podcasts, Spotify, and other platforms. For more information on the topics discussed today, see the episode description and connect with us on Twitter at CADHRNews or LinkedIn at Canada HR News Podcast.